1850, tuberculosis, a serious bacterial infection, forced him to stop his teachings. Then, on January 6, 1852, at the age of 43, Louis Braille passed away, leaving his legacy behind. Louis Braille was a French teacher and the creator of the Braille writing system. He was born on January 4, 1809 in Coupevray, France. His father was a leather worker, so you could usually find Louis playing in the workshop. Probably not the best location, but hey, he wanted to be like his dad. And, you know, who doesn't want to be like that? This was uh, until little Louis was three and had a little accident. He was attempting to make a hole in some leather. The tool slipped and hit him right in the eye. The medicine back then was not all too good, so the eye got infected and the infection spread to the other eye. He was completely blind at the age of five. Now, to get a feel for kind of what he went through, I'm going to do a little activity with you. Um, Unless you are driving or doing something that you kind of need to see to do, Um, I'd like you to follow along, um, or just, you know, listen. So, what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to close one of your eyes. Either one, doesn't really matter. Um, and just kind of, like, imagine how difficult that might be to not be able to see. Like, I'm doing it with my right eye, and I can't see the whole right side of my perspective. And it's really, it would be really bugging me if I had to live through life with this personally. Now, what I'd like you to do is close the other eye. This is what Louis Braille had to deal with at the age of just five. He just couldn't see anything. Everything was dark. And at the time, he didn't really understand what being blind meant. So a lot of the times you'd find him asking, why is everything so dark? So you can open your eyes now. (laughs) Um, or if you, well, actually, if you want, you can try to navigate yourself to the other room, you know, just try to, try to get to another room in your house or wherever you are with your eyes closed and kind of understand how difficult and, you know, jarring it would be. A lot of blind people adapt. They adapt extremely quickly. So a lot of them, they when you go blind, you kind of enhance your other senses, you know, your sense of touch, your sense of sound, your sense of smell, you know, because you, you only have five. <laughs> so you got to kind of, once, when one's gone, it enhances the other four in a way. And a lot of people that go blind do amazing things like rock climbing or boating or just regular things that if you were sighted, you might think, oh, they can't do that. But they can, and they do, and it's absolutely amazing. Where was I? <laughs> I'm rambling. Um, 
Louis Braille, he's a prime example. He went to a school at one of the first blind schools in the world, the National Institute for Blind Youth in France in 1819. What blind students had to do back then was they would have raised text. So the num- the letters and the numbers would be raised up, and they had to trace over them with their hands and try to replicate those on paper. Now, that was a very bad system because once you wrote them down on paper, you can't see your end result, so you can't see that you just wrote a really terrible-looking A. You kind of had to go with it, you know? That was until a retired artillery officer, Charles Barbier, who had a system he offered to the army uh, so they could send messages down the line in the dark without using a light to alert the enemy. It consisted of 12 dots, and he would poke holes in different um, patterns. Therefore, they can read them down the line without actually turning on a light, and they can tell them where the enemy would be. The army, uh, of course, turned this down. They thought it was a horrible, um, horrible way to write. But um, Louis saw great potential. He took this idea and he changed it from 12 dots, or 12 spaces for dots, to just 6 dots, which is perfect for the index finger or the middle finger of a blind person to read. They can read it with just their one finger. They can put it on those six dots and they fit perfectly and you can tell what that letter or number or even a musical sign is. Um, He created it and finished it in 1824 at the age of 15. So a 15 year old made a whole new way of writing and a whole new way of communication for tons and tons of people. Um, I know that my sister, she's visually impaired, she uses it, and I've seen it before, and it's really confusing to me because I don't know Braille, but it helps her with communication, and it helped her through school, so that's pretty cool. Um, I also know a bunch of other people who have used it as well. The institute that Louis went to had an orchestra, so he learned to play the organ as well as the cello. In 1826, he published a book called Method of Writing Language, Plain Chant, and Music by Means of Raised Points for the Use of Blind Persons. Whew! That's a long, that's a long title. But he, he wrote it. He published it. It's uh, I think he published it in Braille as well, which was pretty cool. I should really stop saying pretty cool, huh? In 1833, Louis became one of the first blind teachers to teach the blind, a huge milestone for the blind community, Um, and a very powerful quote from him that I found um, is, if we are not to go on being despised or patronized by condescending sighted people, we do not need pity, nor do we need to be reminded that we are vulnerable. We must be treated as equals, and communication is the best way we can bring this about. Very powerful. Very true. I really like it. Um, He does have an award that's named after him. It's called the Louis Braille Award. Sorry. Adjusting my legs. Uh, It's given to people and organizations that significantly help the low vision and blind community. 
So people like uh, the NFB, National Federation for the Blind. I'm pretty sure they've gotten one. I don't actually know, but I haven't looked it up, which I probably should have done. But it's still... I'm pretty sure they have one. Pretty sure. Louis Braille's code evolves and improves every year to help so many people with communication. And it's made a huge step towards equality for everyone. You know, it's helped them get rights, and it's helped them be seen more as equals to everybody else. And I really am glad that he did that, and I am very appreciative of his contribution to the evolution of humanity. Good place to end the episode, huh? (laughs) Thank you for listening to my podcast on Louis Braille. This is That Guy's Dead. It is written and produced by me, Zachary Westbrook. And so I hope you enjoy it. If you did, please share and, you know, spread it around to your friends, your family members, your co-workers. Not the morgue. Um, that would be bad. But um, anyway, I hope you liked it. Tune in next week when I do somebody else. And with that, have a great day.